You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friends, welcome back. Today is Therapy Thursday, and we are closing out our series on building better relationships with the fruit of the Spirit. And I am joined today by mental health counselor, Dr. Lydia Martinez, who who also happens to be my sweet friend. Hello, (laughs) Dr. Lydia. Hello, Lisa. I'm really excited about this third podcast series with the Galatians. I think that a lot of people don't even realize what the fruits of the Spirit are and how they are so influential, so helpful for us to be able to build better relationships with each other and have a good foundation with God and and just be able to feel better about them. What do you think about it? Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, it's great to read that and think, oh, that's so pretty. But being intentional, and this has been great for me because it's really an example of how to love intentionally. I think one way to do it is write them down and keep them where you brush your teeth. And in the morning, pray that God would give you one to focus on. Lord, help me today to show myself faithful. Show, mm-hmm. Help me today to have a gentle spirit. Help me today to exhibit self-control. Any of them, just rotating them, even write it on your calendar. Today is my day to focus on gentleness. Oh, that's a really good idea. So let's review what our first podcast that we went through, we split them up in, in threes. So the first one we talked about was love, joy, and peace, and how having a good foundation in our relationship with God helps us to be able to better our relationships because it helps us to show love and joy, not earthly joy, but the kind of joy that surpasses understanding and to give that that peace that comes from way deep within when the Holy Spirit just, you know, prompts us. That was a good podcast. I I really think that everybody should go back and listen to that one. And then we also talked in the last one about patience, kindness, and goodness. And wow, that patience, that struck a chord with me. That I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm always rushing, always, you know, yesterday, uh, got to have things done yesterday. And th- that's a lot of pressure and it shows, it shows in, in my relationships. And um, I have to intentionally slow myself down and having that, that empathy or compassion for others helps to open our eyes to being kind and the, and recognizing that goodness, having that grace, that undeserved forgiveness for others helps to build good relationships. So those are really good podcasts. And I love that the theme of the second one was slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so now we're closing in on our last three fruits, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So the scripture for faithfulness is, but the Lord is faithful. And he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. That's Second Thessalonians 3, 3. What are your thoughts on that, Lisa? Well, the definition of faithfulness is being faithful, fidelity, loyal or loyalty, and being trustworthy. 
And explain fidelity. Fidelity. It says it's a demonstra demonstrated by continuing loyalty and support to a person. Being somebody that is trustworthy. It reminds me of Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. It says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassion never fails. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. He is a promise keeper. He says he's going to do something, and he does it every single time. Yeah, and I believe it too. And I think that, you know, one thing we have been talking about in the last two podcasts is that th these fruits take time. These fruits are not something that happens overnight. Like a random act of kindness is great, but these are fruits that you want to be there for a long time and repeatedly. Um, and faithfulness is that kind of fruit where you have to take a leap of faith. You've heard that before, right? Like you, yes. you have to believe, you have to trust. There have to be other things before faith in order for you to have faith. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Continuing support in a person. Okay. Think about how God has that. Think about it from his point of view. He continually loves us. He continually supports us. He continually encourages us. He is continue. He's leading by example. Yeah. Yeah. I think about him promising the Israelites the promised land. Mm -hmm. And they were 40 years going around in circles, mumbling and complaining. And I think at one point I would have been just like, you guys, I hope you make it there, but I'm out. He continued to lead them with a cloud by day and the fire by night. And he provided shoes that wouldn't wear out. And he gave them food every day because his faithfulness was dependent on his character and not on their behavior. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah, me too. And he did, he did almost give up a few times, right? Yes, but he never did. He kept those promises. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine if it, he was so transparent, he was so transparent to even put that in the Bible for yeah. us to read and that he had a generation or two that, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wishes, but he was faithful to keep his promise and bring mm -hmm. that remnant through. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to be faithful. It's hard to be just constantly supportive, constantly, um, you know, building each other up, especially when maybe you've been wronged yeah. or especially when uh, your feelings have been hurt. You know, it's hard to still be faithful that way. But, um, you know, we talked about undeserved forgiveness, which equals grace, right? And And I think it takes a lot of undeserved forgiveness to be able to continually build on that relationship that way. I agree, you know, showing faithfulness in any relationship. Of course, we think about our marriage and you want to be loyal and faithful or keep your promise to your spouse. But honestly, being faithful to a friend and showing faithfulness to a friend, I even think about being faithful in your words, mm -hmm. being loyal or faithful. If you say you're going to do something, doing it. We are so quick as believers, I think, to promise to pray for others. But are we loyal and faithful to lift others up to the throne room of God when they're lacking or when they ask for prayer because maybe they can't, whatever they're going through? Can we be a people that show love through our faithfulness 
faithfulness of taking others through with prayer to God's throne. Right. We have to make our yes mean yes and our no mean no. Yes. And some sometimes we don't realize it, but we're watering down our own words yeah. and making taking away our own power in our relationships. And then we get treated poorly and then we, we victimize ourselves and, and say, what? I can't believe this happened to me. Well, we all play a role in our relationships. We all play a role in how we're treated. And I'm not saying that if you're being abused that you deserve it. I'm saying that there's a responsibility that we have to ourselves. There's a responsibility that we have to ourselves in relationship to other people where we have to respect ourselves first. We have to set those limits and boundaries. We've had other podcasts where we've talked about setting limits and boundaries and how to communicate better. And, and those are the kind of things that we have to do in order to have better faith, to build that faith with ourselves, with our God, and with other people. Even as simple as keeping your word. So if you think, if somebody invites you to something and you know you can't go, then don't say yes just for the purpose of saying yes. Right? Let them know. Be honest. Oh, I, I'll try to make it, but I'm not sure. That day might not work for me. Or, you know, if they ask you, can you do me this favor? And you know you can't. There's a lot of people that will just say yes. They're people pleasers. They don't want to say, the, you know, the truth. So they'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. And they know they're not going to come through for you. Mm -hmm. And that's not being faithful to your word. It's not being faithful to God. It's not being a faithful friend. So even something, we talk about how we, how we can demonstrate this in love. Being faithful to your word, like you said, yes, meaning yes. What does that mean? It means if I say it, I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to mm -hmm. call you right away when I see it's not going to work out. And I'm going to let you know, I promised this to you, but this has come up. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do what I told you I was going to do. You know, it's all about communication, but sometimes those conversations can be uncomfortable. But do you mm -hmm. love, do you love God enough and others enough to make yourself uncomfortable and be honest with the situation? Yeah, that's a tall order. And that comes, I think, with time. Yeah. You know, if there's any kind of overarching theme to all of these things is that to all of these fruits and attributes is that you, you don't, you're not great at them at the beginning. It's a process. Right. It's a string of conversations that you have to have with God. It's a string string of conversations that you have to have with the Holy Spirit. It's a string of conversations that you have to have with other people. And you're not going to be perfect at it. That is not the goal. The goal is to learn, learn so that you can better yourself so that as time passes, you're going to develop the wisdom and the discernment so that you can uh, be more faithful. Right. Step and, by step. Right. And the, and the next one is gentleness. Okay. Um, and. <laughs> okay, wait, because you know how they do a word a year. Do you do that? Yeah. Uh, I used to. I used to. Listen, we did a word a year once. We, we, we <laughs> still do it. We still do it. This year we did it. My group of friends, our circle from Faith with Friends, we all pick a word. And we mm -hmm. pray for each other throughout the year with that word. And for some reason... One year, I picked gentleness. Okay. <laughs> and let me tell you something. In the most beautiful way, in the most beautiful way, God broke my hardness that year through hurtful experiences, 
through. Mm. And I remember I have one friend. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. And if I was talking to her and I said, absolutely not it, she would be like, what's your word again? I'd be like, <laughs> I'm gentle. I have <laughs> she reminded me ever so loving. Let me tell you something, ladies. Don't ever pick the word gentleness. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I do think that that was part of, part of a process that God was allowing me to go through to break part of my heart that was hardened. And so out of that came gentleness. But the, just the word, just when you say gentleness, I'm like, oh, I remember that year. I remember <laughs> that year very well. The definition of gentleness is meekness. Mm-hmm. It is a gentle spirit. It is humility. And let's hear what your verse is. Well, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Colossians 3.12. Isn't it interesting that we're told to clothe ourselves and so many of these words are in the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're told to put it on. Right. Like think about in the morning you wake up and you put on the armor of God, but this is telling you to put on these things, mm-hmm. to clothe yourself in gentleness. Yeah, so- and I think... Um- I think it's really hard when you've been hurt, you've been burned, okay? That first, like that song, the first cut is the deepest, right? Oh, and once you get that first cut or you get that first burn, it you almost feel like you have to protect yourself. And And it's the opposite of gentleness. Because instead of allowing forgiveness to to be the neosporin, right, or to put that barrier between you and that and whatever you think is going to happen again, it's like we feel like we have to protect ourselves, and and then we become the abrasive ones, right? And we inadvertently it becomes like a self fulfilling prophecy. We become abrasive because we're protecting ourselves, because we were hurt, and we don't want to get hurt again. So now we become the ones who hurt. And gosh, you know, it it just never ends. It's hurt people hurting people. Right. Hurt people hurt people. That's right. For me, that word gentleness, part of it, part of the process that God put me through was one of the words that we looked at when we looked at patience last podcast, and it is slow to avenge wrongs. So in, in God's changing and growing me, he taught me that I didn't need to respond to attacks, that I could stay quiet and stay still. And so instead of being forceful mm-hmm. or defensive or offensive to others, I could just be still and allow a gentle spirit to keep me quiet. Yeah. And I think that's so hard to do, Lisa, because really you said offensive and to others. You were trying to be offensive to others. But if you think about it, the way that you see it is you're really being defensive, which comes off as offensive. Okay. You know, the world, that's the way to act in the world, you know. But if you're a believer, we're not to act like the world. And this is, I think, one of the toughest things to do to give it to God. When you get offended, when you, something happens, and I'm not saying for everything, okay, because sometimes you do have to take action. That's where you have discernment. And yeah, that's where you have wisdom. That's where you have discernment. 
each situation is different and God is going to call you to respond differently. But the key word is to respond and not to react. Right. And you don't, you want to be able to slow things down so that you can come back in a gentle spirit and correct what's happening rather than come back with a daggers of, of revenge as your motivator, you know, taking a little, taking a little time away from an offensive moment, thinking about it, being able to chew on it, pray about it, digest what the word says about it, giving it to God as much as possible. And here's a tough one, praying about those who hurt you. Uh-huh. That's right. I just said that. I agree. That's hard. That's hard in the moment. Mm -hmm. But man, don't we want that in response? Don't we want that for ourselves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Of course we yeah. do. But I think that when we get hurt, if our response is to pray for that person and to ask God to guide us so that we can make good decisions yeah. and, and allow him to use the Holy Spirit to stir them, to convict them, because that's not our place. And, you know, when I think about the people who are listening, some of them are believers, some of them aren't. What do you do about the ones who are not believers? And do you still pray for them? Absolutely. Do you still pray that the Holy Spirit would would convict them? Absolutely. Um, but that is not our job. And I think that is so hard. But if you got to confront somebody, there are rules in the Bible how to do it. And nowhere in the Bible that it does it say to to confront like a football player, you know, like a linebacker, you know, it, it's always in a gentle way. Slow to anger, abounding in love. In Philippians chapter four, verse five, it says, let your gentleness be evident to all. What? What if I don't have a gentle spirit? Well, I can tell you where to get one. <laughs> first Peter chapter three, verse four says, Instead, instead of what? We'll go back to verse 3. And it says, Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair, wearing jewelry, or fine clothes. But instead, it should be your inner self, an unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So that's really you know, something all of us should pray about. Because imagine if we all woke up in the morning and decided this is my gentle day. Every response I give is going to be gentle. Every look I give is going to be gentle. Today I'm going to allow my gentleness and my quiet spirit to be evident to all. You know why? Because in God's sight, it has great worth. Imagine now applying that in your relationships to the people that you love. We talked about the people we don't love. <laughs> Mm -hmm. our quote-unquote enemies but what if we were intentional regardless of your personality to show a gentle and quiet spirit yeah i think that the key term there is intentional and yeah. and again i i think of like a string of conversations a string of of experiences to help lead toward the goal and you got to have a goal of being gentle it doesn't surprise me that these are the last few of the fruits of the spirit that they're talking about. These are like more complex. I think these are like almost like more mature ones, you know, 
it takes a lot of mature a lot of maturity spiritual maturity and just overall maturity to be gentle and our god is a gentleman he will never force anything upon us he is always gentle about the faith and the gentle about how he sets everything up for us and you know again he leads by example he's very gentle with us which I think both of these tie into the very last one, self-control. Oh my goodness, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> self-control, the virtue of one to master your desires or passions. Temperance, help resisting temptation. Sobriety, moderation, control of one's thoughts, emotions, and body. How do you like that? What's the verse you have for that one? The verse is in Titus 1.8. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. You know what I think of reading that? It makes me think of like, um, like a soldier, you know, or it makes me think of a an athlete, right? It makes me think of someone who practices this all the time, all the time, all the time, you know, has a, a routine, a ritual, uh, something that they have to, to do. Because let me tell you, self-control does not come naturally. It is exactly. not, I don't know. I've and never you know, met anybody who is like inborn self-controlled. Right. And <laughs> self-control really, when you need it most, <laughs> when you need self-control, we don't need self-control when we're under control. Right. We need self-control when we're being tempted to lose it or to be angry or to, or to sin or to do something, you know, do something we shouldn't be doing or not do something we should do. Right. Which makes me think of anger. Anger is a secondary emotion. Anger, you know, you, you don't normally just get angry. Usually you're prompted to be angry. Okay. Either something on the outside has made you be angry or you're thinking of something that happened and it's caused you to be angry. Self-control is similar to that. Okay. Self-control is something that you have to put the reins on some kind of emotion that's going to take off, you know? So that's a tough one. That is such a tough one because sometimes we have to go through experiences so that we can learn how to, how to do better. And I almost feel like God allows us to go through a theme of experiences because maybe we haven't really learned all the way how to self-control or how to get better at what we're supposed to. And, and maybe that might be why we have like a pattern following us. But again, I do feel like it is tied. We play a role in it. I feel like we choose whatever is our weakness, our sin that's a weakness for us. It's a, it tempts us. It prompts us. It pulls us. It's a desire of our heart, you know, and without God, well, it can get, it could be a runaway train, you know, and, and we have to have that self-control and that comes from, from prayer that comes from trying to prepare for it. Think of it post-fact, you know, during like self-control is just in every piece of it. Yes. You know, all of these things remind me of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, where it says, love is patient and kind. Mm -hmm. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. 
It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but it rejoices in truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice when you have a good support system to help you do the right thing, make good decisions, protect you from, you know, stepping off that cliff. It's good when you have that support system between family or friends or between you and God and the Holy Spirit. And if you're not a believer, you can tap into to it with with believing in Jesus Christ, accepting him as your holy savior and and letting the process work, letting the Holy Spirit just continue to make you the saint that that he wants you to be. And that's tough. That yeah. is so tough. Yeah. Also, I think just sitting down with God for a moment, making a list of all of these, like we said earlier, writing them all down, making a list and then asking God, show me where I'm falling short. Show me what area I need to work on most. Maybe you struggle with self-control. Maybe you continually make the same mistakes again and again and again. Bring it before the Lord. Maybe you're not a gentle person. You're harsh and you're angry. Or maybe you tend to not be able to be honest with people and keep your word. Whatever it is that you might be struggling with, you know, let's get real and get right with God. Sit down and have a conversation with him and say, you know, I think I'm struggling in this area. And if you have a trusted friend who can be honest with you and you can be mature enough to hear their constructive criticism and process that with God, then ask them, what areas do you think I need to 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 improve in, to grow in? Where should I be focusing my prayers and my growth? And then ask them, would you pray with me? And But you have to be careful because if you ask that and you're not ready to hear the truth, it could start a huge problem. Right. So, you know, through a lot of prayer, and we do have the Holy Spirit. If you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit. So talk to God about it and ask him, Lord, I want to do these good things, but I also don't want to do the bad things. Mm -hmm. So show me what area of my life is not honoring you. And then, and then bring it to him and say, grow me in these areas because I want to be like you. I want to be different. And he will, he will come to you. He's faithful. He's going to gently bring that to you. He's going to be patient with you. He's going to be kind. He's going to be filled with goodness. He's going to have all the peace in the world to show you how you can have that joy that, that goes beyond all understanding. And he's going to, he's just going to love on you and give you all the information and everything that you need so that you could be, you can exhibit that self-control. And those are all the fruits of the spirit. And I'm so grateful, Lisa, that we're able to do this podcast. I'm so grateful that God gives us this time to be able to talk about these things in the world. I'm I'm glad that these words, that, that his word is, is being just floating around out there for whoever wants to use them whoever needs to hear them and whoever might need to, to just open their eyes a little bit more to feel better. I mean, I think we all want better relationships, healthier relationships. We want to connect with others. We want to feel understood and loved. And one of the ways to start that is to be the person that you want somebody else to be. Like That's if right. you want, somebody says, I don't have any friends. Well, the best way to make a friend is to be a friend. That's right. I think it's important that if you if you don't feel like you have a good support system, you might need to get some professional help. 
And, yes. and you can like this month, I'm going to offer four free sessions. And I would love for you to call and, and maybe we can process that just helping you find the correct support system or yeah. finding the, you know, people who would really listen to you outside of counseling. But let me give you the phone number so that you can reach out. And that's 786-565-6916 and call because this is the last week we'll be offering the, the free services right. starting in September, we'll go back to paid services, but don't let that deter you either because we do have scholarships. There are people who donate and, and we have a, um, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of grace to help with that. But yeah, call, see if you can get yourself in for some, a few sessions. And thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for, for everything you do for these podcasts. I know that the, you do the tech, all the techie stuff and I think it's phenomenal that you they've learned all that stuff. That's great. Thank you, Dr. Lydia, and thank you for always bringing your expertise, for your love for the Lord, for your sweet, quiet, and gentle spirit. Mm. Would you pray before we say goodbye? Yes. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Thank you for loving us, for showing us your joy, uh, for giving us the peace through the Holy Spirit. Uh, thank you even for the moments that create patience in us. Thank you for give, being so kind to us and being so good. Thank you, Lord, for, for being faithful to us, for being such a good example, for being a gentleman and for exhibiting the self-control that you have because you could just get rid of us in the snap of a finger. I pray that you, leading by example, that would just overflow into all of your people and that people would listen to you and that it would draw them closer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening, friends, and we hope that you can apply some some of the some of what we talked about today to your life and into your relationships. And if you don't follow us on social media, then we invite you to follow us on Faith with Friends underscore podcast. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?